The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan, Outer Worlds. I didn't play it, so I don't have anything to say about it. Yeah, I was wondering why you're doing that. Well, no, you guys are just sitting there. Craig was just looking at me like it was, like it was me. Man, fuck you guys. Shall we play again? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan. I am your host, Caleb Craig. This is Cameron. And Caleb Schweiss. And today we're going to be talking about The Outer Worlds. Yeah, game that I didn't play, but I was thinking about it. It was one of the ones for uh, Game of the Year, right? It was one of the noms. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was, was it? I don't know if it, <laughs> it was, was nominated for Game of the Year, but it was nominated for a couple things. Oh, okay. I remember seeing it in the awards. I don't know. I wanted to play all of the Game of the Year ones, but I'm, now I'm like, I kind of don't. You could have. It was only like a 20-hour game. Honestly, yeah. not that long for the type of game that it was. Yeah, like a weird RPG shooter mix. It was It was kind of like a short Fallout game, in a way. In a way. In a way. In a way. <laughs> and that's something we can discuss. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, to start, what, uh, what has everybody been playing this week? Game, game? Nothing, I assume. I didn't play a single fucking game. Mm-hmm. I got on uh, my PlayStation last night looking for the gang to roll with, to hang out, to talk, to play some fucking video games, but no one was on last night. Uh, How yeah. dare you guys not be on I the would, day I want to get on? I would have been, except for I had to work. So that was cool. Well, well, you, you had to work, work on, on Friday? Friday? <laughs> I don't know why they made me work, but I had to. It pissed me off. Did you say, fucking bullshit? I did. Yeah, I was pretty mad. That would have been a sight to behold. Yeah. I could see you doing all your work, safe work, and say, no, they can wait. <laughs> yeah. It was they, a pretty easy They don't day. need a safe. A safe is for, for people that just don't know how to hide guns, dude. All Safes are for people who don't have boat accidents, okay? Well, no, it's more <laughs> like they demand a certain amount of hours from us, and I'm like, there's no way there's this many people buying safes. Yeah. <laughs> think it's all think it's all smoke and mirrors, Craig. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, these I safes are, do. Yeah, they just melt these safes down when they're done making I honestly, them. Right? I honestly am starting <laughs> to feel like they're building Cabela's out of like Cabela, <laughs> our brand of Is safes. Cabela's your largest buyer? Uh they're one of them and John Deere. What's their what's their markup that they do? I, so is, sure. are you just saying it's uh, by far a better economical choice to just buy from your factory directly? Yeah. Okay, you can. Yeah, do that. How's your arsenal? Here's, here's a little secret. I probably shouldn't say anything arsenal. about this, but uh, <laughs> then you shouldn't say it on record. You I know, don't, don't. Well, I don't think I signed a non-disclosure. All right, you're good. I mean, it, we we live in a uh, at will. Well, everybody should know this already. Every one of those saves, by the way, are the same. Yeah, that's what they're I thought. all the same. They 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 spray paint. 
Cabela's or John Deere or whatever oh, yeah. on there on there. I mean, yeah. But they're all that's like name the brand. Same. That's like name brand food. It's not like it's it, like anything. Like any industry does the same. It's thing. not like Walmart has their own canning. You're gonna factory. you're gonna find someone just rebranding something. I will else. say though that it weirded me out when they sh- they switched to the uh, the plate locks instead of doing the uh, the bars. That Why? I don't know. It's just weird because like do I you used feel to... like it's less secure. Or well, no, it's. I think it's supposed to be more secure. But like I did it. I, I did the the little pin bars for a while, and so I was like used to the hydraulic press, you know, <laughs> and I was just like, and then like after they got rid of that, I was do like, what? They got rid of like an entire job <laughs> with these like fucking these fucking plate locks, and I was like, oh, well. do, you, do you lock in plates now? No, no, I don't. I don't do that. Uh, I moved to a different area, but Wait, do, uh, you, do you, you just do like the same motions all day? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Craig. Why do you think I can listen to books all day, dude? My job is nonsensical. I just like, sit there. <laughs> so and just he does the same books. thing every day and he doesn't know why he does it because it's oh, nonsensical. I know why it I makes do no it. sense. <laughs> it, so I he's making these fanciful it, safes but it's that just make like, just it's just nonsensical. <laughs> I make the wall, the divider wall for the uh This nonsensical safes. fanciful divider wall. <laughs> yeah. Alright, we've talked about my job for too long. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're turning into Joe here. Yeah. Uh that's but I, I only I only <laughs> played Kakarot this week and only for like an hour because uh you know, I didn't get to. I didn't get to do much. Kakarot. Did you see the trailers for that? Uh, not that. I it's actually remember. pretty cool looking. Okay, it's a good. It's a fun game. It's a good game. I was like, yeah, this could be gay, but it's not. It's actually pretty sweet. Uh, to look sweet. Check out a trailer. It's only supposed to be like thirty hours. My brother beat it in like twenty eight. <laughs> only thirty. Uh, it's an action RPG. That's. It's pretty long. Goes through like, you know, three whole sagas. It covers yeah. the entire anime of Dragon Ball Z. That's a lot of time. It's a shit I, I resist every time he tries to get me to a new Dragon Ball game. And just like, do you not like Dragon Ball or no? I like. Well, okay. I so back in the day, I enjoyed the original Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, because Dragon Ball. But is other than sweet. but other than that, no, I haven't really played any games. Haven't watched any of the anime. But yeah, yeah. I really need to get you to play Dragon Ball Fighters. I think one of <sighs> the fighting, fighting game is great, and you will love it. Uh, and I hate that your guys' good idea of a good fighting game is Mortal Kombat 11. That uh, bothers the fuck I, out I of me. I never said that. That was both my of you would, Both game. of you said that was a good game. I enjoyed in it. fucking the review. How yeah, dare yeah, you like, tell me I can't enjoy not. the things I do? I mean, you can, but it's not good. Yeah, comparatively. I remember one of them that I liked. Uh, I think it was one of the fighters. It was like Fighter Three or something. Uh, it was one of the ones that was a lot like. Uh, it was a lot like a just any fighting game, but you had like the hold your controller in a weird way, and you could like power up in the sky, and then you'd like come down. You had the game. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, way back. It was Play- PlayStation Fighter, Three Dragon Ball days, Ultimate right? Three or something. Yeah. Oh, Tenkaichi Three. Yeah, PS Two. Yeah, PS Two. Yeah, the game is really expensive now, and I wish I still had my copy. Yeah, like really expensive. Like, what are we talking? Like that game is around a hundred dollars if you try to find it used. So you would have gained. But you would. So, but that's not enough that you'd sell it. You just keep it. Yeah, you keep it hoping. But I don't have more. a copy of it anymore. I don't know what happened to it. That was like the, one of my favorite games on PS2. It had every every fucking character that it existed up until that point in that game. 
I think it still holds the records for the for the, the record for the most amount of fighters in a fighting game. Because it was like over 137 or some shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, they're still stupid. What, what are you fucking smirking <laughs> at? <laughs> a meme that someone sent. It was really funny at the end. <laughs> uh, That's why we can't have phones. Uh, I like that game though. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't something that I like loved to the point where I went and got it, which I should have, because then I would have had a copy that's worth a hundred bucks. But yeah, it's a fucking expensive game now. It's the, fucking uh, great. I I don't know. I I Dragon Ball. I I thought it was kind of cool, but I never really got super into it. And the last time I looked at it, there are like, dude, there are so many episodes of that show. It's ridiculous. It's it's like hundreds for like just one of them, just one series. Mm. Like, if you want to do Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z. It's just fucking. It's like endless. I think it's about 130 episodes per series. That's a lot around. of fucking episodes, man. So it'll be about 390 total. That's dude. That's probably like, 400. That's like Conan style, like undertaking. But that's four. Like that's four entire series of a show. Yeah, it's not. It's not like seasons. That's that's series. That's that's the whole. Yeah, the whole timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and then there's like 20 movies. Well, 30 movies. Jesus. But that's See, including like, all right, whatever. But anyway, what have you been playing, Schweiss? Yeah, what did you play, Schweiss? So I did... Uh... Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. I did some Conan Exiles. Fuck. Of course you did. Um, It's over. I don't know. We left. We left the lands. We... Conquered. I was it really just building up high enough and taking off the bracelet. Well, for the no, pla- I don't think it is. For no, you have no. To, you, they have to. You have to make the, like the little key stone thing that goes in your bracelet, right? That's, and then you yeah. just take it off. We killed right. a bunch of the bosses, and then we killed them a bunch of times to like gather all the equipment to make yeah. it for everybody. And then we yeah. forged they, they were it building up high forge. to get one of the trophies for uh, oh. yeah for being above the clouds or whatever. Okay. And I then it, we, it didn't get glitched on us, so then we just cheesed it and flew. Because, Fuck like, off. It, it wouldn't let us build any higher. Like, Fuck I climbed... off with your fucking, oh, we're never going to do this or that, and you fucking just cheese it? Well, Fuck look, you. man. How look, are you any better? <laughs> how can you sit there and say you're any better than Dylan, who got the platinum in an hour? Well, listen. How can you sit there and fucking cheese it? No, no. There's no, Here. well, listen, in this discussion, you fucking cheese the game. You don't legitimately have that fucking trophy. Well, here's what happened, though. Here's what happened. We built... I built for, like, three hours one night, because we just built a fucking stairway to the sky in this game. And I got to the top, or, like, I got to a point where it kept telling me that I couldn't build any higher, but the trophy wasn't popping. You're just building the wrong spot. Just gotta go find it. I moved... I I built out as far as I could. And then what other trophy did you cheese? Because I know that's not the only one. That's the only one. No. (laughs) What other one would I have cheese? What are you talking about? Yeah. Look at that fucking smart. I mean, look, look. The yeah. platinum is directly associated with cheesing that one, so I suppose no. I cheese that one too. What other one would nope. we cheese? You, you, you're talking about the uh, the one where you weigh too much type. Oh of thing? yeah, we cheese that one. Too. That's right. So three of them. So how how can so even even when we're playing on our that other one, server, to be fair, and we, is pretty bullshit. You do need an extreme amount of weight. So you can't you can't say that uh, you've you've cheesed it. That you're fucking tainted your platinum to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, I still put two hundred plus hours into the game, but yes, I got the little cutscene. So I. I got the little cutscene of like me just walking out into the desert, 
and then like a loading screen and then the character creation screen. That's it. That's all you get at the end. Yeah. yeah. And like it wasn't even my own place. Like Bonsack, I saw Bonsack standing there. Yeah. Doing his too, and I was like, "This is so bullshit. This is the most bullshit ending I've ever seen." Yeah, but now it's time for the PvP. PvP it is PvP zone activate. I want to raid each other. That sounds super cool. So um, we got to set up teams. We got to set up clans. Yeah, we got to get the uh, Hog League clans. <laughs> we really do. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that's the next. That's the next phase. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. So that game's done. I played a bunch of the uh, Star Wars. Um, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order game. Nice. It's okay. It's not, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll review it. Do you see what I mean about it being, like, super slow? Yeah, the timing is, it, everyone attacks way slower than... Do, have you gotten the parry timing down? Because I haven't. I just had to, like, fucking I was playing dodge on, and beat the shit out of them. I was playing on hard, and then I made it back, I went back down to normal, because I was like, the loading time in that game is so bad that I was like, oh, dude, I'm not waiting for this every time. The thing I that I got really mad at is, like, it doesn't fucking tell you, like, what the parry timing is. Because, like, at the very start of Sekiro, it's like, it's right when they hit you. But in that, it's like... It could be anything. Yeah. And, and then, like, when you put it on, like, an easier mode, it's like, okay, well, the parry timing gets bigger and bigger. It's like, but then where do you, where's the timing in it? Because I always miss right. it, like, every time. Yeah. And I hate it. And it, it's also full of glitches. And it Yeah, it's funny how there's off. certain uh, YouTubers who review in the game, like, somehow their uh, you know, walkthroughs, no glitches, super smooth. But when you go watch an average person play, it's all over the place. Yeah. You see trash yeah. everywhere. I just, I just don't understand. There's some problems, but there's... I'm having fun with it, though. It's it's enjoyable. It's not least. a terrible He was telling game. me I would despise it, especially after playing Sekiro. Well, it's a it's not. It's no Sekiro, but there is no game that is, though. So yeah, I think that's going to be a big such a, such influence. Such a beautiful game. I think it's partially because it tried to emulate that exact style of combat. Such a... Well, not doing it well. Such a testament to Japanese coding. Just the Damascus code. That's no, right. The, the, the recipe <laughs> for it's just lost. The Damascus code? That's not even Japanese. Just the full fucking code. That that would be Damascus. The th- thousands, <laughs> yeah. thousands of layers of code folded onto itself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Forged. <laughs> so I, I played Out a of bit of that. Uh, um, oh, and I played carnival games, too. Played carnival games. That was fun. Uh, of course Got a couple did. trophies. It's a good time, you know. It's whatever. Gonna, gonna get that plat? Uh, maybe. Probably eventually. Jace likes playing it with me, so. I'll tell you right now, the uh, Kakarot plat seems to be pretty easy. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get it. Well, you'll get your, what, seventh, sixth, something like that? I think that. it'll be my ninth. Oh, wow, you're moving up. Yeah. You're double moving digits up in, the in, the next, world. in the next decade. It's exciting. So, we know what everyone's been playing, but the question that remains, you know what you video game this week? Yeah, I, uh, fuck no, I didn't beat anything. <laughs> so, you're telling, me, you're telling me that the guy who didn't beat, didn't play a game, didn't beat a game too? Yeah. That's so astounding. So that seems, absurd. That seems so cliche to me, is really what it <laughs> seems why, like. Why couldn't you beat a game while not beating a game? Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> see, that's impressive. But see, when you treat beating off as a game... Uh, but it's not a video game, so therefore it doesn't count. You could have video to beat off to. I mean, <laughs> the video, there's the video, there's the game. <laughs> All right, so I beat Conan Exiles. So the hog is as follows. Three-way tie. 
two games apiece, me, Caleb, and Cameron. So, Wow. The stars have all aligned. The order has has been fashioned. The order has fallen. This only happens once every uh, five years. Yeah, once every five years, we all have two games beaten. (laughs) (laughs) Super rare. That's all the planets aligning. Um, Yeah. So cool. That's fun. Uh, you guys want to talk about Outer Worlds? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Look who it is. The stranger that came out of nowhere and now has everyone talking. Some people want you to be a savior. A shining beacon of hope. Those people clearly haven't met you yet. your fault good luck that filthy noise out of here this is a playstation house (laughs) Alright, so uh, The Outer Worlds is an action role-playing game developed by Obsidian Entertainment <sighs> and published by Private Division. Uh, the game was released on PS4 and Xbox One and uh, Windows on October 25th, 2019. Uh, a Switch version is scheduled to be released Switch, in 2020. Switch version. Yep. Yeah, Switch. Huh, well, that'd be interesting. To play this game yeah, on it's the like, toilet. How would this game look? On the toilet. I mean, it, that's... Okay, when a game goes to Switch, that's the only thing that I you, that you think of. That's the one qualifying thing. I can now play this game on the fucking toilet. I can yeah. be taking a shit and shitting on fucking New you Haven. You also use a series of mirrors to play your PlayStation on the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the Nintendo guys are like, huh, I wonder how this game would look if it looked like dog shit, and then they put it on the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's what they do? I mean, that's the one qualifying thing. I mean, of course, the Switch is not as powerful as they you know, uh, um, you know other consoles. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course, the game is going to look, you know, graphically worse to a point, especially if you put the Switch in the dock. The dock is going to, yeah, play it on the TV, but now you're going to see something at a smaller uh like it's not going to look as good as if you were playing it on a console on the large TV. The Switch yeah. is all about the portability, which is why they came up with the Switch Lite. That's the whole point. People are playing it on the go. They're, and I can play games that I played on the console, but now I can play it anywhere. And when you can play it anywhere, you're playing in the fucking toilet while taking a shit. I mean, that's just not a, a huge leap of logic. 
No, it's nice. I mean, that's that's why you do it. You can play it on the go. You know, uh, most people think, oh, now I can play it in bed or on the couch or like whatever. I mean, ask me again what the best invention. It's going to be indoor plumbing. Ask me why it's the best invention. Because Taco Tuesday? Among other things, but uh, that's also why I immediately go to, I'm going to play on the Switch. It's in the fucking bathroom. Take yeah. your shit. All ties back to the bathroom. To the porcelain throne where the man is in his own domain. Yeah. <laughs> Man's true home. So, <laughs> what are, what are you guys? Uh, what goes on in this game? All right. So the story is basically um, your guy gets rescued from cryo sleep by this guy, the scientist named Phineas Wells. He comes and off as kind of uh, eccentric at first. Yeah, he's eccentric, kind of nutter butters. Um, like the can- like the the cookies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and he uh, delicious. <laughs> he basically There's tells no you. time. He basically tells you like that uh, the board is trying to, you know, find him, and that he needs you to go uh, help him do some stuff so that he can he rescue save the rest, the rest of the people of the, of the uh, yeah. that's on this colony ship that you were on, because um, your your ship has been like. Way late, so, yeah. delayed, yeah. or something. Yeah. So you 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 you, you wake up out of cryo sleep. Like Fifty years. Um, you're on a colony ship that was supposed to go to you know this you know this new area that humans are colonizing. Um, however, for some reason, you're waking up super late. None of the other colonists are waking up. Crazy scientists saying, "Hey, you need to do this in order to save the rest of the colonists." Tells you, "Okay, I have someone waiting for you down on the Earth." Um, his name I can't remember his dude's name. Uh, go meet with him, and he's going to take you to where you need to go next. So you get into this little pod, jettison pod, um, to get out of the ship and meet up with this dude. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny and because he goes, where is he? And you turn around and your your fucking pod has just smashed this person into the ground. He's like, I told him he needed to be near it, not holding it. <laughs> yeah. You fucking and you it, land directly on this guy that you were supposed to meet. So you kind of have and no then idea kinda what to gives do. gives you the idea of the humor that's going to be uh, throughout the rest of the game. Yeah. Too. And uh, you kind of get disconnected from Welds a little bit because the the radio interference or something. And yeah. uh, so basically you're, you kind of don't know what you're doing. You, you get, land on this planet, Terra 2, the second colonization attempt of... Um, this whole uh, area and as you're going throughout the game this ultra open world game um you realize that uh the colonies and the lives of ever you know of all the colonists are kind of dictated by the board which is made up of a whole bunch of different corporations that are basically sponsoring or making this colonization attempt possible um you see this whole corporate slash you know uh, free market type of thing you know display throughout you know a whole variety of ways you'll see you know uh, slogans and stuff like that like um where it's very like if at any point in our current history if the corporations kind of got their way type of idea where it's like where uh, teddy roosevelt was never president so he never yeah. like, kind of shut down some of the big business stuff um, and so the it's more the about like worker safety is more like your responsibility and not the uh, the corporation's responsibility. Um, corporate like you know telling people about what the corporation's doing is uh, you know a quick way to to find a swift end type of idea. 
Um, if you die, you have to pay rental fees for grave sites. Um, they take things very literally, whereas if, you know, if you're the closest person to someone when they die, you know, when you first take you that, have to take the over value, rent of the, you have to pay for the grave site fees and they'll, and they, and they'll take that literally. Like I was next to the person when he died. You have to pay yeah, his grave site fees. If they have no family, <laughs> then it's like literally the physically closest person to them when they died. And so the whole idea is corporation bad. You must uh, help wake up the colonists to save the colonies. Type yeah, of thing. it's an, a very extreme satire of, yeah. uh, of the corporations. Yeah, which is it, there's a lot of good humor. In a there. lot of it's fucking funny. It's it's a lot of good uh, humor. Lace out like your ship is required to play. Um, your as your favorite song, one of the corporations jingles. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's legally you're obligated to uh, say that this or any other corporate jingle is your favorite song. Yeah, uh, the board approved. Oh, there was a, a screenshot then... I took. I forgot to send it, but it was perfect. It was a little poster board that said something like along the lines. I I have to find it. I'll tweet it out when I find it again. But it's like it was just a perfect example of you think of a world where. Your entire life is controlled by the corporation. Everything is for the corporation and stuff like that. And so you're dropped off on Terra 2 and you're met up with the, your first little situation of Emerald Vale, where you have, uh, you, where you need to go find a the, part for the, the specific ship. Specific city for is owned by Spacer's Choice, by yeah, the way. It's, a sp- it's, it's not the best choice, it's, it's Spacer's, Spacer's Choice. choice. <laughs> um, that, that's their jingle, by the way. It's like. It's not the best choice. It's Spacer's choice. <laughs> nice. They um, fucking sing that yeah. all the time. And so, and all of their employees are like, ha- they have to greet you in that way. Yeah. <laughs> and so you killed the dude you're supposed to rendezvous with, um, but now you take over ship. Um, you already met with, you know, choices you have to make, um, good or bad, along your way to the ship. And now the ship recognizes you as the new captain and, you know, by pretending that you're, that the, you're old the old captain. captain. <laughs> nice. And the ship makes that choice to pretend that you're the old captain. It's, right. like the ship, it's, it's not like you fooled the ship. The ship goes, well, I'm just going to call you Captain Hawk. Yeah, it's it's like, I can't operate unless I have a captain, and I can't change the captain without the other captain being here to change the captain. So you're so you're just you're the captain. You're the captain. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And later the ship makes this, uh, way later in the game, the ship makes another joke and goes... Hey, uh, you know, I really hate to lose you. Like, I, you know, don't want you to, you know, I'd rather you not do that. I just don't want to lose my captain. And you can, like, you know, question it further. And it's like, oh, well, if, you know, someone else came on, it's just as easy as me printing off a new captain card. Like, it just doesn't really matter in the long run. <laughs> and so um, the ship is a great source of comedy as well. Yeah. Nice. Uh, She's like very that. sarcastic. Um, and so... You're now the captain of the ship. The ship needs a part in order for you to go off and do the main mission. So now you need to go find that part. So you need to go into the actual colony. Yeah, it's basically Emerald like Vail. a power source or whatever. And so you need to... Uh, uh, you t- so you talk to like the leader of this community. He basically gives you the option to... Um, the whole community, you know, by the way, is surrounded... It's, it's the whole idea of it is they're a fish cannery. And through comments and stuff, you find out that it's not really fish that they're canning. It's something else. It's they call it saltuno, but it's basically just like ninety percent salt and ten percent meat. Just just other stuff. Yeah, you don't. It's not even fish, but that's not even the main objective. Just kind of get the glean that through 
stuff. And so he goes, all right, I'm not going to give you our power source because it's powering our factor, whole reason for being here. But we've had some people break off from us and, you know, go start their own thing over here at the greenery. Like, go steal theirs instead yeah, so and tell them to come back. and fight the dissidents. And so you can go talk to her, but she's like, oh, you know, we're leaving because we don't want to be a part of the corporation anymore. We're people living off and doing our own thing. Like, yeah, uh, we're finding ways to actually grow food that is good for people. And so now the players met with his one of the first uh, moral choices that you make. Do you lend a hand to the uh, corporation main factory area or do you help the people out here? And so you have to make a choice. What did you guys do? Uh, I took the power, the battery power from the uh, the garden place from those the distance people. Um, we, uh, you want to talk about what you did? Um, I ended up taking it results. from. So I I played this game very different to how I you know morally how I normally play games. I played it more of me against everyone, and so <clears throat> I'm pretty sure <clears throat> I ended the the game with everyone fucking mad at me. Um, you? Yeah. Like every every colony has a it was angry towards you, almost yeah. Nice, um, but to Only me, the board I, I was mad at me. For me, yeah, the, I mean, it's kind of hard to play through the game and not have the board mad at you at one point. But they can kind of give you a moment to where you can reset that with them, uh, with the bug later. But um, I ended up stealing it from the main Saltuna category uh, uh, place just because. So I played it to where, hey, this person had a cool rifle. I kill them, steal it. They get mad at me, but I do stuff for them later. Um, I didn't really progress a storyline for the Emerald Vale or for the nursery very much. And so I just kind of left them to kind of die, both of them. But I ended up stealing the power source from the Saltuna factory. And so I stole it and fixed my ship. And the whole that uh, I was now a bad person to that area. So every time I came back there, they would shoot at me. Nice. So it's kind of like Fallout in that way, but probably a little more. So think of, <clears throat> we'll talk more about it when we get to gameplay. Yeah, just think of like a, a more polished, mechanically wise Fallout 3 or 4 type of thing. Just with like how NPCs and stuff interact and it's stuff. It's also pretty generously mixed with uh, uh, Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. yeah. And you can make it more Mass Effect-y, too. Yeah, you can. Um, so basically what happened with me is I chose to take the, the battery from, you know, the the garden people. And uh, because I did that, uh, I was given the option to put the chick who left in charge of the of the town. And I mean, I, there's a hundred different, like, no, not a hundred. There's so many different ways to tackle the same situation. Yeah. Um, so many different outcomes. I just chose the one that took the less, least amount of effort. <laughs> Cause I just left un- things unresolved between the two factions. Basically like, because everybody is so into the idea of, you know, um, using whatever you can to like advance your career further because yeah. it's like a, a, a like that whole thing. I basically told the guy who was in town in the cannery that this other chick found a way to grow plants by using human bodies as fertilizer. Uh, as fertilizer and he was like, "Oh my god, that's a, such a genius idea of reusing <laughs> like our employees they'll be put to better use." Yeah. Nice. And and so he was like, "You're right. I she's no ideas. It's like she's in, much in, better for the job than I am." Indentured so servitude just, almost where the corporation owns you. Yeah. You're just an asset. So. Uh and so he kind of just fucks off, most likely dies. Yeah. Um, 
because everything outside the the cities is really dangerous and has a bunch of creatures and whatever. Um, um, but now that you fix your ship, you can go to the next area that's basically unlocked, which is the Groundbreaker, which is this uh, spaceship community that's still in orbit. Um, that is a whole bunch of you know things that are being sold there and whatnot. And, yeah, the um, Groundbreaker is also like the sister ship to the one that you were supposed to right. arrive on. Um, and so they've been fixing it for generations. Uh, so it's kind of like a scrap heap, but it yeah. still kind of exists and works. Uh, but pretty much everybody on there is an engineer who's constantly fixing um, the ship. Right. Uh, but it's also like a natural hub for everybody who kind of wants to be outside of the board's control. Right. And so the board has a tenuous relationship with them where the board has presence on the Groundbreaker. And they can trade and stuff, but they they don't govern it. Yeah. Mm, got it. And it's like kind of a, a war within Groundbreaker. Do you give more control to the board or not? And then there's other factions there on the Groundbreaker, like the Sublight uh, gang or community. Yeah, they're basically like scrappers. They But basically uh, there's a whole bunch of story within the groundbreaker that you can progress that I did. Which story? Um getting the groundbreaker fixed up, I guess, and getting that working. There's the whole gang down below. Oh, you didn't you talk go do to. that? No, I didn't. Oh, I did that. Um yeah, I did a bunch of And then that. there's some the sublight community another faction there that you can get in with. Um, that I was mostly rolling with for a while because I, you know, agreed with them until we had to assassinate someone later. But uh, so there's a lot of different stuff you can do. Then it sounds yeah. like yeah, yeah. There's is a it, lot of side it, missions and ways to like attack. Tons of side missions, a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it. Later. Is it more like is it more of a choose your own adventure than anything you've seen so far? Because um, a lot of games play I mean, with that, but then in the end, I mean, it's the like, ending changes, but yes the but no. but you the still have to go. Through, you still have. I mean, the side missions do affect the, the overall side ending in a will way. Affect both the main story but and they, the ending a lot more than they would in most other games. Yeah, so but it's, it's like, just basically affects the ending as far as you get a different type of like, and then the colony did this at the end. So you change like the situation, the ending for each individual area you go mm, to. Okay, but tech. Technically, the ending's kind of still the same. You still do a thing, and to the extent of how effective it was, I, I mean, yeah, I still feel like the drum, uh, uh, you know, the Mass Effect series still had more of a more variety variety in the ending, like kind of a, of what happened. Would you agree? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you you're at the Groundbreaker. You find out what's going on there. You basically need to get a nav key to get to the next area in order to travel there. You end up having to do some stuff for some factions, of course, to get the said nav key or the money for it. Then once you have the nav key, unlock the next place, um, and you can actually go back to the the lab in the asteroid belt that Phineas is at. Um, he has some kind of lore stuff and funny stuff there. You can grab like that shrink ray. Yeah. That fucking shrink ray. And it's um, pig bubbles. And then you unlock the first colony, Terra 1. And you need to go there to find a certain person who can help you find... So she becomes a follower, but what, is, what do you need her for again? Yeah, what do you need her oh, for again? She, you're, you need her to like navigate to this other city or something like that. <sighs> it's like, find the thing to help you get to the place. To help to find the person who can lead you to the thing. Well, it's because um, Monarch... The, the, the planet that you're going to is supposed 
supposed to be like super dangerous. Like yeah, so monarch. So it's places. it's terror like, or monarch. The yeah. board has basically declared that this place is uninhabitable, uninhabitable a biohazard. And so when you land there, there is of course is a community there, and there's this one person who they they kind of left abandoned by the board, but they're also trying to become recognized and brought back into the fold. But it's hard because there's this war going on between him and some other people who are yeah, the outsiders. It's basically, like the for that uh, colony, the this company, and then the iconoclasts are basically at war. With a religious um, type of people at war who want to be her. like free from like. Yeah, the, from the corporations yeah. control essentially. They want to be free people, um, and so they try to fight that. Uh, Whereas the other faction just wants to be let back in at the table. He's yeah. going to find some blackmail to get there. Yeah, and, and so you end up having to help both factions. Yeah, you have to basically story. resolve their war or like fucking kill <laughs> everybody involved. What did, did, what I just left do? it undone again. You like just I left said, it undone. Yeah, so I got as far as I helped them both to a certain point to get them to stop transmitting. I got the best possible outcome um, in that. Yeah, the work together war thing. Uh, basically, the leader of the iconoclasts fucked over pretty much everyone on Monarch. Right, is what you find out, and because of that, like you kill him and his second in command. Uh, because she has a really good resume, gets accepted to like assist the uh, the guy who's in charge of the the, the other place. Yeah, she was so they make one in Monarch anyway. a functioning planet. Yeah. So uh, I got to the point where I helped the dude give me the information I needed to provide to uh, uh, Phineas, and uh, the, the the fucking Iron Class fucking knocked that uh, ship out of orbit. Crashes are like, hey, help us get the stuff for it. And both factions want you to grab the weapons. I just fucking left. I'm like, come. My job here is done. <laughs> to space I go. Um, and this unlocks the next area. Yes. Yeah, the next basically phase. You're, the whole thing is getting stuff for, for Phineas the whole time. It's just like. Yeah, because uh, you Phineas need, you needs need some information. At this point, Phine- yeah. You need to chemical find the, a chemical. To yeah. like basically revive everybody. And it le- basically leads you to. The next place, the next place, the next place, till you get to Byzantium, which Byzantium, is like the which rich is the area rich area of uh, Terra Two. This is um, yeah, where everyone from the corporations live in, and fucking all the rich people anyway, in, all in luxury. CEOs yeah, and, this is where everyone lives luxuriously. They don't have to work. They don't do anything. Blah blah blah. Um, but then you find out this is you know most of that chemical you need is being hoarded here, and this is where you start to uncover more. Of what's going actually going on and why the col- the colony ship you were on uh, never actually made it. Yeah, it's because uh, the colony is running out of food. They found out what it is that the food that they can grow isn't as nourishing as we need it to be. People are eating, but they're starving because they're not getting enough nutrients from what they can grow and from what they can develop. And so, as you're investigating it, as you um, go more and more through it also here there's also another funny side mission where you can be an actor did you do that i didn't do that one no so someone approaches you and goes hey you got looks I like d- you got some I natural did, talent like, get that but i didn't go basically you go in there he just wants you on camera to go into a room and slaughter all the other actors and it's like wow that was amazing such natural talent like <laughs> hey we're gonna work with you again soon um <laughs> And so you just fucking slaughter actual other actors and stuff like that, and that's what makes them happy. Um, I guess it kind of just you know shows how disconnected with reality that these people living on luxury have become, type of thing. 
Yeah. Uh, but you find out that the current person in charge of corporations and everything like that um, has been hiding that everyone's going to be slowly starving to death. And he didn't want the other colonists to wake up to have more mouths to feed that they couldn't afford to feed. So he keeps them there. But then he also was towing with the idea of freezing more people intermittently to freeze them and have them being, you know, and change them to where they can, you know, come into freeze and out of freeze easier type of thing. But you freeze more people. So with what food they can grow and provide the, the rich can stay rich and not have to live without the luxury that they've become accustomed to. But as you're going through, and especially if you start doing missions for the sublight people, it's surprising me, surprising to me that you can only come across this if you do, Side missions, the sublight side missions, where you find a scientist. Okay, so her whole idea was that the whole reason things are keep kept hush is because we've actually found aliens. We found intelligent people, and they've done stuff, and we're trying to fight them off. And this one person here is actually an alien in disguise, and you need to go assassinate this person. So you find the scientist, you sneak into her home in Byzantium, you find her, and she was the one who actually had a whole bunch of science labs scattered throughout the whole place with um, scientists who were, like, immemorialized in tanks and stuff. She was the one who was doing that. Oh, that had little little okay. memento to them. written, And she knew everyone was starving. And so her whole idea was to um, prevent people from dying by changing the human genome into something that would work in this new universe environment environment that could live off of, you know, the food that was developed there. And it was her idea to change us into, I guess, you know, we were the aliens, but we need to change ourselves to acclimate to this environment, to force our evolution to where we can live here. Um, And it was with her and with the actual leader of the corporations that were, um, hoarding all of that chemical that you needed. And so with her, you can actually decide to kill her assassinate her, you know, finish your sublight contracts, um, let her continue working with the board or tell her to start working with Phineas. And so I told her to start working with Phineas. That's when the board now no longer fucking liked me because I told her to do that. I don't know how they found out because I killed all the other board, all the other, you know, board soldiers there because no, it was just like, it was just like, uh, Hey, I can't let you do that. Like the stuff she told you, super classified, and I didn't work on my dialogue enough to convince him it's okay. So I'm like, <laughs> and so he's like, "Tell me why I shouldn't shoot you right now." I'm like, "Because it's more effort uh, than it would be to not to." He's like, "Wrong answer." And so I fought and killed them. Now everyone in Byzantium was my enemy, and so I just finished the game, oh, walked around the whole city, and I and I had to kill, I had to kill everyone in Byzantium, I had to kill all the soldiers. That's where I sent out a tweet where I went to that one room and. Did the whole fucking slow mo downtime just, like, just ch- ch- killed them. everyone? So fast forward, um, you find out everyone's dying. Phineas wants to revive the colonists because we need those scientists there to help work on the fucking problem. Yeah, because like a bunch of them are like super important people with like jobs like that. Yeah, uh, and so that were super. Then smart. you get to the point where you snuck far enough into Byzantium to where now you need that chemical, but that chemical is being used with a whole bunch of experiments in that. Of course, ties back to that scientists. Yeah, like you don't get that portion if you don't talk to her, and you don't talk to her unless you do sublight stuff. It's stupid. Um, um, where you can decide to take chemical, you're met with another moral choice. You take 100 percent of the chemical, you kill all of those experiments. You take only enough um, to uh, that you need. You no, know, you take some, but leave enough behind so you don't kill those experiments. 
um, then you don't revive as many colonists. Your ink changes because you don't take enough. So you, oh, okay. you can choose there to take all of it or you can leave it. And so take however much you will. Um, things change. You leave Byzantium. The board contacts you as you leave saying, hey, you know, I see, you know, like, you're, you know, you're working for Phineas. Can you please bug his computer for us? So you can do that, and it gives you, uh, uh, I guess the, the board stops hating you as much. Um, but you can tell Phineas first, and he'll scramble it to where they don't can't find his location right away to give him time to prepare. Um, they're going to find him anyway. You might as well do it. And he tells you to do it. He's like, oh, yeah, you should do it. And it'll give me time. The board's going to find me anyway. So you bug his computer. Um, then He traps his place. Yeah. And he tells you that he needs you to go uh, hook up something to the... Uh um, the ship that you were that you were originally on, the Hope. Yeah. So now um, you need to go back to the Hope, um, because you because the whole idea was to bring the colonists to the lab, and so the whole you know harebrained idea is like no one's ever done it. They have this technology called skip driving, which is basically their faster than light travel type idea, whatever, to get colonists places. Um, and you're like, oh, that's super dangerous. We shouldn't do that. Uh, it could void the warranty on the drives, is what the <laughs> fucking ship said. <laughs> um, the ship sound is the ship the funniest character? Or yeah, it's one of the funniest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty fucking funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have to go to the Hope. It's, of course, full of bored people. Um, you go through, kill them. And the board. God, this game is like... yeah. I it's get it. Anti-corporations. Um, Anti-HOAs. That's what I'm getting out of it. And so then you, you then you, you can uh, get there. And I guess depending on what you've done, if you're smart enough, you can actually skip the drives yourself. And I think that's one quick way to end the game where you actually end up driving the ship directly into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Just killing yourself and have all the colonists. Well, that works. Uh, that's <laughs> one ending. Um, but then there's another ending where you let your ship take control of it and you skip the you know the ship to where you need to be. But when you get back, oh, look, oh, no, Finnis has been kidnapped. You run in there, kill the board people. He's been sent to the prison planet. Oh, yeah, no. And he gives you the uh, the key to get there. Um, the name of the key. code to jump to there. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, he has it. Yeah, he's prepared for everything. Siberia 4 is at the, is at the prison planet. They just send you the fucking freezing cold <laughs> hellhole and just so you know what it's called <laughs> and so you go there and you land there and it's basically um you know once you do this you know they're gonna kill you type of thing you're you know whatever so you land there and it's uh you have this another funny dialogue with uh one of the you know guards there i guess the person who's in charge of the area he goes hey you know you're not supposed to land here what do you do and he you, you could tell him whatever he's like okay well please stay on your ship until we board it and arrest you and probably kill you or come out, whatever is, or, or or you're gonna get tired of bored. You're gonna get bored of waiting. You're gonna come out. We'll shoot you. You know, just whatever. Either option. way works for us. Either way works for us. You're like, well, why'd you give me an option? He's like, uh, or he's like, because you know you can make the choice that saves me the paperwork type of thing. <laughs> but so it's like the the whole the you know average There's person's life is of, just. Uh, uh, did anybody come to assist you at that point? No. Well, if you help, help out, anyone. if you do certain missions, <laughs> people I was, will help. Out. I was going to say this is sounding like Witcher Three in some this, ways. Like. This last part, like if you help out a bunch of people, they'll which like, which they'll factions? Come in. Uh, I, the Groundbreaker was the only one that helped. I guess oh. I didn't do it enough of the other ones. So I guess the if you get to hundred percent of, too, a, and the, of the, loyalty the, to a the certain guard faction, was like, 
when the groundbreaker came on. He's like, hold on, uh, there's another ship uh, intruding, so I'm going to need you to hold still before we obliterate you while we take care of this other stuff first. Yeah. <laughs> and like little little tidbits thrown out, like uh, like there was a machine that got like a robot that got stuck, and it's like, help me, citizen. Like I need to continue to do my thing. It's like, all right, you haven't helped me. Come over here and get your ticket, and I'm printing out for you right now to go turn yourself in. <laughs> yeah, that, ty- that type oh, of thing. Oh yeah, that one. He's like he's blocked by something. He's like, yeah, you're obstructing. Uh, you're obstruct. You. You're obstructing commerce. Get out of the way. And it's just like, here, I'm printing you a ticket. Go turn yourself in and pay the fine. <laughs> that type of thing. That type of humor. That's pretty good. Um, no, like, I didn't help any factory. No factory came out. But let me give you a secret. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, it does in a way. It affects the ending. It affects the ending, but it doesn't affect the gameplay. I mean, it would affect the gameplay, but not in, like, any meaningful way. It doesn't matter. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, That's annoying. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's kind of the ending. You you break into the you prison, break into the you prison. rescue Phineas, and you fight the uh, uh, the evil machine that RoboCop has to fight in his movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, yeah, and uh, or you can shut it down. If or you get shut it, it down if you if you're a hacker. Um, if you're hacker's memory. Yeah, uh, so it's a teat of code. Um, hacker's memory. But, but yeah, you save Phineas, and then it just kind of gives you the ending. Like it, it shows yeah. you like how you, you each choice you made, and then it yeah it gives you uh, like affected it, like. Let's the revisit outcome. every place you you visited. This place did this because yeah, you it kind of does the world tour God. and it would yeah. mix Fucking with like world how your yeah. choices affected. Like that's each thing. That's kind of cool. And right? that's the type 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 of ending it gives you. Because if you get to that point, you've already made the good ending choice. You just get a different world tour depending on what you've done. Nice. You know, I did that to Joe the other day. The last time I was on PSN chat you with did him, the world tour. Oh, you, no. you 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 kicked him off the stream. No, no. Damn it! I I gave him the I did the Digimon. I like started singing the Digimon theme. Like the menu theme for Hacker's Memory. Yeah. And it like all came rushing back to him. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was like, I don't know why that like high trumpet song like just stuck with me. It's just like, yeah. It's like permanent, man. Yeah. It's because that was like the only song. <laughs> and then, anyways, it also goes. And since you're able to have this much chemical, you were able to revive this many scientists. And he, Phineas, basically puts you in charge. I'm like. Dude, like, I know I made a super intelligent character, but I was just... Did you kill the board guy? Yeah, I fucking killed him. I kept him alive. Did that and so, change like, the ending the, at all? It changed it a little bit. It was like, because the board, uh, he helped you with the board stuff, everything was a lot easier to implement the changes. The The um. scientists were able to, you know, discover... Um, Stuff to like make it so that everybody could easily my uh, and... my world tour for Byzantium was, and then the the lives of those living in Byzantium changed. They had to learn how to make do with less, and some of them even had to get jobs. Yeah, I got that <laughs> one too. <laughs> <laughs> this it sounds kind of like Lightning Returns because in that game you're like the world is ending and you have to like do little quests for people and save their souls, and like their their souls are like reborn on the new planet so like the more of those items you grab like the more people you save it's like a weird i don't know it just reminded me of that that's probably the only thing that's similar other than they're both rpgs yeah but um so yeah the choices you make affect the the world tour and all honesty (laughs) 
I, to me, that doesn't feel like a different ending. I mean, yes, it's a different ending. Yes, it's a different world tour. But what actually happens really doesn't change. Like yeah. The ending that, yeah. So but it feels cheap almost that you have to the me, choice. I mean, to it's me, like... there's like two endings unless there's more of one where you put it in the sun or two, you give the, him the chemicals. It's just. I guess there could be more like if you helped out the, the board or something. I don't maybe, know. But... Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it, again, when we get to replay, I mean, there is replay value in the game. I mean, once you start building a character, you're shutting yourself out of other modes because you only have so many points to invest. Nice. Yeah. All right. So that's the story. What was the max level? Do you know? I have was no. I don't remember. I, I don't know if I hit the max level. Because that was like level 27 or something, and it kind of felt like 30 was the max. Maybe. That's All right. Low. But do you get a new ability? Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Gameplay. Yeah, what, what do you think about story out of 10, Craig? Oh, the story overall is kind of... Uh, it's, it's pretty good. simplistic. It's cheesy. It's very it's simplistic. It's very, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's very based on like the a linear idea, but I kind of do like the idea that going and helping out other factions brought more to the story. Yeah. It made the side quests more worth doing because of that shit. It wasn't like like The Witcher where you could find a whole new fucking world and yeah, like a whole new like chapter the, discovered Witcher, through a side mission. Each little you're side you're just mission. adding sauce to the main story for this one. It's like so here's it's like, the main story, point A to point B. But do you want it to taste better? Well, go invest yourself. Yeah, with, some, well, with the get, it's Witcher a Tabasco three, sauce instead. With Witcher three, like all the side life. missions are basically like their own isolated stories, which are always really cool. Is your salt tuna starting to taste a bit bland? <laughs> But in uh, but in the outer world, it's like every side quest links up to the main story somehow. Like mm. they'll uh, some you'll find some piece of information, or some character will be connected to someone else. Or yeah, things like that. It'll always kind of like link. And up then to, there's like, a lot of humor hidden in the overall. side stories too. And yeah, there's like a shitload of humor. Like, like I said, it, it flavors jokes. the main story. It flavor. It's very good flavoring for the game one of my favorite jokes is like uh you go to see this guy who was like the previous board leader or whatever you remember that in byzantium well i the, the vicar or like, the vicar like the the person the tv person like under ha- yeah that yeah. guy he's under house arrest yeah. and like the guard in front of his house is basically like leave the leave this property alone or die like this uh uh, this ultimatum brought to you by the board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of my favorite jokes. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who are super sarcastic about it. Other people are like really devoted to the whole there's corporate some thing. Pretty and... fucking great responses yeah. that you can make. Oh too. yeah. So when it comes to, I guess it's more gameplay, but when it comes to like the neutered responses in Fallout Three and Fallout Four, the actual response in this game, it's just so on par. And there's like some pop culture references thrown out in there too in your responses that you can make nice uh there was one that made me laugh so hard i can't remember what it was damn it i wrote it down at the time but yeah yeah there's like a fashion store you can go into in uh byzantium and you'd like uh talk to the, the chick who's in charge there and she basically tells you how chic you look or whatever and then starts talking about fashion, and one of the responses you can make to her is like, "Ah, there it is—the most pretentious thing I've heard all day." <laughs> Whoa! Oh, the the wired. I was just looking for some responses online, but wired goes, "The Outer Worlds, an anti-capitalist game that's too much work." <laughs> they're one zinger. They're one liner. 
Yeah, wired. Fuck wired. Yeah. Anyways, um, thanks yeah, for the there's follow. A, there's a lot way. of good humor yeah, in the you. game just throughout. Yeah, so. and you have to look for some of it, and like some of the humor is just like littered like throughout the game. You have to like look at the posters on the wall to pull some of the the humor out, and uh, um, and a lot of development for your character and other side characters that you don't get. Um, I mean, because some of the side story stuff is effort, I feel like the main story kind of suffers because of it. Like, they put a lot of work, a lot of work with the side stories, but it kind of, again, left the main story kind of feeling bland, a little simple without it. Um, but overall, I feel like the story deserves a seven. A seven for me, yeah. All right, seven for Cam. Uh, I think I'd give it an eight. Uh, it's pretty simplistic, but that doesn't necessarily detract from it. Um, Cam Cam's right, though, like with the sub stories being. Uh, I mean, it didn't do a lot. I mean, I was playing my character a certain way. I wasn't doing a lot of dialogue options. Like, I didn't have too much in that. But, like, there wasn't, like, a ton of incentive really to get involved in some of the side quests that you could do in this in, in the main story. A lot of it the was, depth has come, come from, like, other characters. I guess it, it kind of comes from gameplay. Like, when the best you can do to get me into a side story is a fetch quest. Like, I don't want to do fetch quests. I'm not here to fetch. And then this whole fucking game is, you know, Outer Worlds fetch quest the game is all it is. Yeah, a lot of fetch quests. And to get me involved into your plight, your side story, you just have me run around and just fucking get stuff for you yeah that's like, something they do a lot that's just kind of lazy I it's don't know. again it's it, yeah, kind of lazy to me you have this world and this little you know this dialogue you want to open up between corporations and this you know whole like of course how are we going to start you know making it to you know other planets how are we going to start colonizing well we're definitely going to have to lean on corporations to get us there like elon musk right now is doing leaps and bounds to get you know get people space you know yeah a spacex a corporation it's the government's not doing it. It's 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 so. How are we going to start colonizing other worlds? We're going to have to. Corporations are going to probably do it. Yeah. So this is not a far fetched idea that a corporation or board of corporations will sponsor colonization efforts in other places. Not a stretch of imagination at all. You just don't know if it's necessarily going to be hindered by side quests the whole time. <laughs> Little like fetch quests. Hey, and can you go I, grab I that rock like, for me. I feel me? like the the base of the idea is great, um, but. I, and I and the I feel like they could the explore story the story is more. A too dependent but, but on extra stuff. How, they're not trying to get like they're trying to pre- present you with a conflict that you can be the decider on. Here's a conflict. It's always us versus them type of thing. Like every fucking world you go to, it's always the same thing: us versus the outcasts, the board versus the people who have thrown off the shackles of capitalism. And then, how am I supposed to be involved with that? I go over there. They have an idea, but it's just too much effort. To, yeah, like, it's like it's already quest. it's already determined. They've already decided what they consider. You know, theirs, so it's like... I might have unwittingly really... agreed with the fucking Wired there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's... it's 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 not it's too much work, it's just tedious. That's yeah. the word for it. And it's, it sounds like it's already fleshed out. Like, you're not seeing it evolve as it's yeah, going so, along. Yeah, so it's now like, you've... It, like, you the, the board is see set... it evolve as far as, like, if you do the side missions, which is why I said it's too dependent on side missions. It's, it's be... They've established a colony, but the colony's in, in the decline. They've been there for a few years. They rely on the board and stuff, but the the board's keeping secrets from the people, and the whole colony is in decline. Yeah. 
all the all the characters and that's the world you, you come into only and it's, that's the, the main problem you need story to fix. is basically like yeah the board's bad we don't really like talking about the board we don't really like dealing with the board and really all and that then, you need to do is bring some regulation to the table and now these corporations are helping you yeah i mean it's uh <laughs> you you basically get um god damn it <laughs> <laughs> <Schweiss is> just <laughs> Fucking why? That's my question. Uh, Sorry, they're distracted by what people are sending into the chat. Yeah, there's like a it's like a it's a cat version of Craig. It's got like the little whiskers and the cat ears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, good old Twitch. Anyways, I don't know how you even do that. It's it's a great story. <laughs> it's I mean the game can be as anti-capitalist as you want it to be, or it can be as pro-capitalist. I mean you're the deciding factor. The game isn't. I mean it kind of maybe a little bit is inherently anti-capitalist, but you can be all for it if you want to. You could side with the board hundred percent. Yeah, you can make that choice. Yeah, um, you can turn in uh, Phineas like the second. I mean, the groundbreaker. I mean, but yeah, you. I mean, you can try. They don't believe you. I don't think. Oh really? Yeah, and so you still have to get to the but ending that, that they've prescribed that, like, for you. Tries to that he's looking for, yeah. But he, I don't think he believes you, or I don't know what happens. I'd have to try that. There's a there's like an email you get where he's you find out that guy was good friends with the the captain that you're um, the, yeah, of the yeah. ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of glean that because of what he did as soon as you landed your ship there. He put on lockdown. Kind of sounds like he was uh, gay for that captain too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as again, as a side quest, you can you know get followers in this game, and you can pro- progress the follower stories. And in the world ending, you get to a little recap of all your followers and what they do with their lives afterwards. And because you didn't fuck them, help them solve their alcoholism, they you know degenerate. Blah blah blah. And then uh, one of your uh, people, the engineer, you find um, you can help her with her you know relationship. She, yeah, it was, which is really odd. Uh, basically. She falls for the engineer chick um, that's in charge of the groundbreaker. Yeah. And so you basically do a thousand fetch quests. Yeah, her. talk about, you know, you know um, stop that after. I in order to get, like, to a all point. the stuff right for, like, the perfect date. And See, then the, then that anyways, I guess we can get into to gameplay a little bit because this affects kind of how I played the game versus how you played the game. Yeah, a little bit. Rated stories. Um, yeah. So gameplay aspects. Um, so this game is you earn experience. You can spend experience points. That's really just how it's boiled down. You yeah, can gain every other level. Every other level, you get, get a perk point. You get a and perk. Then you always yeah. get um, which stat points. makes you feel like Fallout. Except Fallout, you get a perk almost every level up, right? Right. I think so. Right. I don't know if it's every level. Right? I don't know. So same thing in Fallout, the Fallout series. You get experience points, but you also get perks. Um, you get perks every other level here. Um, and then th- this is basically what kind of character you want to be. Um, in these games, I generally do a sneaky, snipey build. That's just how I do it. In fucking uh, Elder Scrolls games, I was a sneaky, you know, archer, sneaky sniper. And that just doesn't lead to um, um, a gameplay where... Um, where I'm building up dialogue trees. Um, and that's also a gameplay that, you know, in, in this game too, you can have a perk where if you don't have a follower, you do more damage. And so at the very beginning, I was planning on doing that. So I didn't feel like very invested in building up a team and having characters go with me. My whole point was 
they don't see me. I shoot them in the head and they die. And that at a point for me kind of broke the game because they, when I got to the end level, you know, the whole level we you have your friends and everyone you've helped along the way, holding hands, singing Kubaya, they're all fucking happy. Yay. They come help you. Cause you know, the friend's the best thing you need. You know, the friend is what you need when, you know, when you're fucking conquering, nothing's better than friendship, right? No. Well, I mean, all there's you like need a, a fucking... fuckload of dudes in that room. Yeah. But I end them all with a headshot. Because yeah. one, okay, another part of this game, a little, little quirk, you could say, is uh, once you've done a certain thing enough or once you've taken enough damage from a th- certain thing, you get a, uh, I can't, can't quite, quite remember what to call it, a detriment, something that you, that you do worse at. Like you take more damage from a certain type of uh, enemy, more damage from blah, blah, blah. That's all, all it was for me. Um, but in addition to that, you can use another perk. And so you can fucking perk yourself out. And then, oh, well, I take more damage, but I can just wear better armor. I can just level my armor up. Um, they're called flaws. Yeah, that's the fucking thing. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you can take flaws in, and as well as get another perk. I think they should have just given you flaws and just said, fuck you. I, the whole idea we can get a perk at the same time, for me, kind of breaks the game. Because the, there came a point in the game with... The money I was getting with the, my builds, nothing was challenging anymore. Like I built my spent my. There is a difficulty level in the game though, and the flaws are meant to add a challenge to it. There was no challenge, so I built so my character. If you played it on a harder difficulty, things probably would. I played been. it on the standard difficulty. The, the difficulty of the game uh-huh. was made for, well, um, and so I started my character where you can pick out, you can pick certain attributes you want to be good at. You can be intelligent, dexterous, and stuff like that. Um. I took the option to where I took took my strength down because I was doing sneaky snipey to where I uh, I had a detriment. I didn't have a natural um, regeneration, health regeneration. Like I had to heal myself or go to sleep in order to heal. Whereas other characters with their strength is up enough that they will have heal naturally. And there's certain items in the game that will boost your natural regeneration by like 200%, right? And you just fucking inhale it. Or you eat it, just depending. Um... But I didn't have any natural health regeneration. I had I had several flaws, as I do, where I took more damage from all sorts of various sources. Um, but I was super sneaky, and I could make armor, heavy armor, mind you, that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't take away from my sneak skills, that would mitigate most of the damage, and oh, I could just run on a corner, you know, fucking hit my my uh, my fucking health vape and regenerate health that <laughs> way, Douche. and. And I never really got close to dying, like, even at the end. That does sound kind of... Like, I took flaws that I got perks for, but they were easily circumvented by better armor that should have made my stats less. Yeah. Not to mention that you're earning money this whole time, but you can just find awesome fucking weapons without having to spend money on it. Yeah. Oh, spend money on ammo. No, you fucking find more ammo than you'll ever fucking need in the whole game. And well, what about items that help you? Yeah, they fucking throw consumable items at you in this game to the point where it's tedious. You don't want to fucking look at that consumable item list. Just give me like the three things that I know I like and just throw everything else away or sell it. Yeah. Because you're never going to use it all. And now you're just fucking walking around with all this fucking junk on you all the time that's just in the fucking way. And... Let's talk about armor and stuff like that. Oh, hey, I like what this armor does for me stat-wise, but I don't like the way it looks, but I'm going to wear it or whatever. But then you don't even get to look at your character when you do have armor you like. And there's only like, 
maybe like a small handful of different unique armor styles in the game and but that just it just becomes the game becomes broken at a point where you have great armor you have a whole bunch of fucking items you're never going to use especially me because the items that boost your health at you know regenerate bed 200 percent don't work because i don't have a natural health percent regeneration so i just sell it throw it away you're rolling on money you never have to spend um unless you bribe people which you do because it's when you get like little gameplay elements like oh i'm I'm being you know i'm gonna go steal some stuff i'm gonna go hack my way in here i'm gonna go pickpocket and it's just like oh what are you doing you're like oh don't worry about it here's some money look the other way and they do and then if you try it again yeah they'll attack you but it's just like there doesn't seem any part in this game that really makes you suffer for the choices you make yeah that's kind of annoying it sounds like one of craig's complaints with final fantasy 15 it's like Oh, here's your here's your weapon. Oh, here's your level. Oh, here's your sphere grid thing. Oh, here's the food you can take to boost you. And it's like it just like maybe this game. <laughs> maybe I'll have to play this God, game on a what? harder difficulty. Like I really liked playing the Fallout Four on survival mode. I feel like you probably everything... would have liked it more if you didn't go the sneaky snipey build. I just that's just Honestly, how I play. I like I like this is the reason the why I like Fallout Four and survival mode because I'm sneaky snipey. And I, but, but I have to like here's the, the thing, amount of ammo camp. I take matters. No matter take... who makes it, the sneaky snipey build is broken as fuck. No matter what to game you're playing, it is, I mean, I'm just it's saying. I'm just saying the, because you get the, you get the I invested damage, so much in this way, and then snipers also have like a shitload of damage on their own. Yeah. So it's like, and I mod the fuck out. And of then, them. of course, headshots also do a shitload of damage. Especially so when I'm sneaking. It's it's just like I melt people. Yeah, you're you're not but, gonna be stopped by anything. But, but but they could have made me invest more time in the game and more side quests and stuff if like if ammo was was just not fucking everywhere. Like if yeah. I had to spend more yeah, time buying ammo or going back to city to get better weapons. Um, the Fallout games. No, are I just the same, I just want so more. Like every other shooting. I just game want more scarcity. Alive. I want. I just want it to be more. I, again, what I feel like should have been better. Yeah. It, I can do a fuck ton of head headshot damage, but because I took a whole bunch of flaws on, they could have made it to where heavy armor is something you have to have enough strength for. That in my mind. St- easily done. I'm doing sneaky snipey. I don't have too much strength, I, but I do hella critical. But there's no real detriment for me to wear heavy armor to mitigate the flaws I took. Mm. And so since I'm wearing this you know, heavy armor and that I can still snipe from a mile away, I don't have to be so sneaky anymore. I can just be sneaky enough to get a quick few headshots off, but then if they do see me start shooting at me, I can tank it, which doesn't make sense to me. I need more like uh, it's it's just like this game doesn't punish you well, for it I mean, just you're it, sniping for in the general so the heavy armor taking down your sneak stuff doesn't matter if they see you right but the take make it me less sneaky yes yeah, some of it does but other heavy armor doesn't just depending on what mods you throw onto it and then even if heavy armor does make you less sneaky I've had armor that gives me a negative five to sneak and but you can counteract it by wearing. Uh, a headpiece that gives you plus five sneak, but I'm yeah. still wearing armor that has like uh, like a hundred armor on it. I sh- I feel like they needed to really make it to where hey, you're sneaky snapey. You gotta you can only wear at most medium armor. You gotta stay the fuck away. And once people see you, you're gonna they're gonna fucking chunk your health down. But that's not that do- that didn't factor into it all. I didn't like the way I chose to play the game by myself, no companions, and companions can add a lot of you know help you fight um but i'm all by myself i needed to be like cornered to where if i'm not getting headshots then i'm not killing people 
Yeah. But that didn't fucking happen. I fucking walked through the last level of the game. And when you get to the final boss, um, which is that uh, the, the same robot that RoboCop had to fight. Yeah. Um, I destroyed him in like three or four shots. Jeez. Like the whole climax into the game was not hard. Was not hard at all. I mean, yes, I made myself a character that does ton of crit damage, but punish me for that. Yeah, there's make no it, dra- make, make my survivability super low because of that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a drawback to doing that. No, build. there isn't. There's no fucking drawbacks to the game. And the game was designed to give you drawbacks with the. They with gave the... you fucking flaws, but like, yeah. oh well, I can't give you a flaw without giving you a pat on the back at the same time. No, fuck that. It's oddly antithetical I mean, to the message of the game. Too. I know like, you find like you should be. It should be <laughs> scarcity, right? Because all these greedy people are taking everything, and these you guys have nothing. It's like. It, it just to me, loaded it, like what? It really made it to where this game could have been awesome. It could have been challenging. Like it just made it too easy. After a certain point, it was way too fucking easy. And I'm pretty sure, no matter the playstyle you picked, in the end, it doesn't really matter because it's just going to be easy, no matter yeah, which way you you choose. It was pretty easy for me because I got my my two character my two partners wearing heavy armor, and I gave them like super heavily upgraded uh, mini guns. Yeah, that one had radiation damage. Yeah, and one had covered all the damage, damage types. Just covering all the damage and they types. Just fucking, they they mowed. And there's a move that like Nioka has, like her super move. She just unloads an entire clip into a dude, and with a minigun that has like a max ammo of like 150 rounds, just emptying that entire thing into a dude. And then the the answer to Vats in this game, you know, Vats from the previous series, is the time dilation, where you can slow down time. And I built a character that would, after every kill, regenerate health and pull back time dilation time when and i do more damage when i'm time dilation so i'm one shot headshotting very end level characters and to be fair cam cam you are playing an rpg and generally most people like it when you level up an rpg you become a god okay so what would me what would have been more fun for me yes i can one shot people but they should be able to Get close to doing the same thing to me. Yeah, doing a ton of damage. Yes. Yeah. My biggest problems yes. with the game. And are if if I'm not similar. and if I'm not put, putting all my stuff into strength for doing melee or other heavy weapon stuff, I shouldn't be able to wear heavy armor. That's just what I'm saying. I shouldn't be able to wear unless I want to fucking role play in my RPG game. Well, technically, take I wouldn't strength pick this. to wear heavy armor though. In most role playing games, it does. Yeah, but because you're you're wearing armor that weighs more. Yeah, yeah, it's it weighs, heavy because it's huge. It's heavy it because it's more, huge and yeah, it protects you more. That's how it works in real life, Craig. That's how it fucking works in bullproof armor in real life, Craig. You want to yeah, protect against uh, fucking, rifle ammo, you need to wear A4 plate. You, know, you, you need to wear uh, level 4 plate. Yeah, I'm sure. If, you're, if you're running around with a fucking 50-pound shield and a 3-pound sword, then yeah, sure. Having strength would be beneficial. But if you're just wielding a gun and sniping from wherever, then it doesn't fucking matter. Okay, no, yeah, I can it win. It would still affect you. But, but, but then I couldn't run as fast. But then yeah. I couldn't, then I couldn't uh, sneak as well. I, couldn't, like, I mean, if you no, could the slow perks, down the time need, in general, I don't think that it's a but, problem. But, but, I'm, but if I'm not sneaky, I'm not getting all the critical damage. And I mean, how are you supposed to be sneaky in heavy armor, too? It's yeah. like, I mean, I can because, yeah, this is what it is. I mean, all you have to do is not be seen. So I feel like don't really, the game like, in buildings would be more is all about creating outside, your own character, yeah. making your own choices, but they don't 
punish you for making choices. They don't say so like, it's just like if you build your character in a way, you're going to be good at things, but terrible at other things. And then they tried to say that that's what it was, but really besides the minor things, I wasn't ever punished for doing what I did. What I would do to fix pretty much all the problems would be to do what you said with like the flaws Basically, you just take the flaws instead of like gaining. Yeah. Stuff oh, yeah. With, w- it. with the flaw thing, you can. And when it says, "Hey, you've you you know you're going to get a flaw," um, but you also get a perk if you want to do this. You know, say okay or say no. So you can either take the flaw and the perk, or just neither. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or just neither. How do you play oh it, Craig? God. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you both, by the way. Um, anyway. <laughs> So I played it just with, like, my companions, um, and I had, you know, because it gives you four weapons that you can hold at once, I pretty much had a weapon for every situation. I had my melee weapon for if they got up really close to me, which So you diversified your points a lot into a lot of areas. Yeah, I I diversified a lot. And then, you know, I had my sniper, I had my pistols, you know, whatever. Um, And then, of course, I had my companions who I put my who I put points into and give them like heavy armor so they'd be more they'd survive easier. Um, And then along with my like status points, I put into um, stuff that made it so that my my inhaler, my heal vape, as you called it. Uh, would affect them as well, so they'd get some secondhand. Vape. I mean, if this was set in the uh, Resident Evil world, that'd definitely be that uh, green herb they were vaping. Hell my yeah. t- my THC vape, man. Um, wait, you get secondhand vape? <laughs> yeah, I got some secondhand vape for my. For you know, hundred thousand people a year die from secondhand vape. Uh, it healed my companions. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that today. shit was made out of like some rancid raptodon meat, so I don't know. Um. But, you know, yeah, I agree with some of the stuff you're talking about. It, the game did get really easy really fast. So part of the um, game, one of my more favorite points, was just when you did have to do a fetch quest, like some of the in it, like the enemies you would meet in the world, like as far as creatures go, that was a lot of fun. That was interesting. It was a lot of fun fighting the the the, the epic-sized raptodons and the, and the fucking manta yeah. queens and stuff like that. That was fun. That was yeah, challenging. Had the the mega version, but I could still yeah. just like three shot them. Yeah, I, but I mean, like the whole game, everything was basically at your level. I don't know why they kind of did it that way. There was nothing that was like that you encountered that outpowered you. Right. It was right. always on par with you, like no matter what. Or I mean, it was below. they thought they were on par. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously you're way better, but like um, even in the very early game, you could still one-shot dudes with even the shittiest guns. Like that's what I mean. Like the whole game was easy. I mean, the earlier game, time. it wasn't. It wasn't like that. I couldn't headshot. It people was for quick. me. Like I got a pretty good pistol pretty early on, and I just headshot them, and they. Well, I, mean, I had I had to I had to work a little bit for the sniper build I was going for, but once I had that, um, it was insane. Just uh, I'd I would crouch around a corner. See a dude, zoom in, time dilate, insta-heal headshot, untime dilate, and move on. Um, but how was, how did you, like, how does it work with companions and telling them what to do? Because I did not get any of that. Well, basically, t- they would just do whatever you wanted. Uh, there was, oh, like, some, yes. there was a screen where you could choose, like, if they'd be aggressive, if they'd hold back, if they'd, like, you know, do only, they'd only attack when you do, and, like, stuff like that. And then on top of that, you can choose to use their super skills. 
which were like the D-pad Super things. skills! Yeah, and each character has like a, their own unique one. Like, Nioka would just like fucking unleash everything in her gun. Um, Parvati would like run up and hit somebody with a fucking huge hammer. Uh, you know, just shit like that. Um, what kind of variety of these guys did you have? Were there a bunch? The of best companion is definitely companions. Sam. There's like six companions. Uh, there's like the engineer chick Pavardi. There's a, a doctor lady. I can't remember her name. Uh, Nyoka is like a hunter. Um, there's a vicar Max. He's like a priest of their like weird religion. Um, then there's Felix. He's kind of just like a, a weird comedy relief guy who's shitty at everything. And then there's Sam. He's like a, a cleaning robot that was repurposed for battle. He uh, still cleaned the ship, though. Yeah, he still cleans the ship. So he wasn't repurposed. He was given it, more purpose. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and so the, the, that was pretty cool. Oh, and Sam, he does get a, a around the world uh, tribute to him as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. that was the best. That was the best like, one. Because of, yeah, be- they, like the Sam unit started yeah. selling more because, because of, of yours. Him. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I, so for so, somehow, like, he got onto, like, another asteroid planet, and he wiped out all the creatures there. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of... It's <laughs> to like, clean oh, the shit. planet. Became <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hero. Fucking Sam. Oh, man. The, one of the funniest dialogues, things that I got from Ada, the uh, the ship, was... Uh, yeah, I was talking to her, and I was like, so basically, you, you want to take over the the galaxy or whatever and she's like how did you know has sam been talking to you about my plans <laughs> yeah. uh yeah that yeah, was pretty good i mean the whole reason why i play the way i do sneaky snipey and i don't like to play with companions it comes from fallout 3 with your companion your you know dog it was harder to being find mortal. companions fallout 3 you know but you're the main companion the one you cared about he's mortal and if he died he died and so uh, from that point on, I'm like, hey, I'll come back and see you whenever you come back, you know, to the base. But you're staying here. I'm not risking you. You mean too much to me. Oh, and so from now I'm never going to see you. But. And so I'm like, <laughs> and so from then on, I was just sneak critical attack damage, long range. That's how that's how war should be fought. If you're closer than 100 yards, you're too close. Well, all right. So some of the things that I would change about the gameplay is that. Um, one thing is I didn't really care. Make for it harder. What? Make it harder. Make yeah. No, make okay. it harder. Before before make it harder. Make decisions matter more. Yeah, that would help too. But what I mean, like for specifically fighting and stuff, yeah, it needed to be a little harder. Everything was like on par with you from the very beginning. Yeah, because they made it, they made it so like every, uh, you know, you're you're when you're putting stats into like the weapons and whatever, it doesn't actually increase their damage. What it does is like the the mass effect thing, where like you're training and it makes it so that the the reticle gets smaller and smaller, so you have like tighter control on the weapon. Um, right. Make flaws hurt more. Yeah, make flaws hurt more. Um, or just make it so I can't get around it. I would easy. prefer a weapon system where, like, uh, kind of like Destinies in this game, where, like, uh, but only for, like, the legendary weapons, you know, you could feed better weapons into them. One thing I didn't like is I found a really great weapon, but it was, like, one of those legendary weapons. You can't add mods to them. Yeah. That's I, stupid. I thought that was kind of dumb, too. Because that just made it so I didn't use them. Because yeah. I wanted to mod weapons. 
Yeah, because they would have like one mod or something. Yeah, and it, it like wouldn't be enough like for what you wanted. Like, there's a part of the game where I was putting silencers on all my barrels to sneaky snipey, um, but you can't do that to one of the gr- cool legendary weapons. It just it doesn't let you do it. Yeah, it's I did. Stupid. I did. Like so I just my don't sniper, fucking though. use it. It's I called just... the pink slip, and I was like, I yeah. can't use any other sniper. Yeah, I have to give everybody the pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then, um, when I did the last level, I took the, I took, changed the barrel to a fun times barrel instead. And it just increases my critical by another fucking 25%. Like these ridiculous percentages they add to everything. Yeah. I kind of also would like, um, as the companions thing was kind of interesting to me, but, and they each had their own stories, but the game kind of felt like there was supposed to be more companions, yeah, or like a lot more people were. There's only so many rooms on your ship. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's only so much room on your ship. But you're but that's, saying that's like you I mean, choose like, who use part of your ship crew. Yeah, like you have it, to like, make these choices when you talk to them. You have the ability to like tell them to fuck off, like legitimately, like leave the ship and everything, which is really odd to me. Like that they Without would add that as a mechanic. Yeah. When to replace them with. They're all the they're like that's it. They're then, all the companions I, I, that are available. Instead I mean, I didn't, of there being I didn't like pick twenty up, uh, different companions that you could possibly get from all over the place. I didn't pick up Vicar, like I mean you could choose not to take yeah. some of them, but like they're they're those are the only companions you can get. There's not like twenty. So just to me it seems like if you can, can make a choice up. not to pick up someone or make a choice to kick someone off your ship. Yeah, because be them being on your why, ship why? it doesn't really matter because you don't have to take them anyway. There should be a reason why you could do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it just it seemed kind of like weird that that was yeah. available. I would make, there wasn't an option to like choose. I would make flaws matter more, and then the weapons and armor you you pick need to matter more as well. Because why am I sneaking around in some of the best armor of the game? Yeah, why don't uh, light armors provide better stats? To make me want to use it and risk, you know, taking more damage. I would also make it so that you don't I mean, level when it comes up to as point, quick because I feel like thirty was the max level, but yeah. you level up pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, like that game isn't very long, and I was near the max level. Maybe that's like the, par- the, the, end of the part game. of the problem. The game wasn't super long, and they rushed a lot. I didn't of even inclu- do a, a lot of side quests, and I yeah. still was like near yeah. the max level at the yeah. end of the game. Like, There's no reason to. Other than story elements, yeah, there's not a whole lot of real reason to go do. And another side thing quests. with all the fucking loot in the game, um, since my character wasn't very strong, I could carry as much loot. But does that fucking matter? No, because I can sell my loot in every fucking abandoned building. Yeah, because those, in this like, game they have machines. vending machines that you can buy all sorts of stuff out of. But what else can you do at a vending machine? You can fucking sell your loot. All the fucking junk and extra armor and weapons I didn't decide to turn into parts, and that's too heavy to carry around. Fucking sell it because it's in every single abandoned building. Abandoned. (laughs) They got a vending machine still working, full power. So it sounds kind of dumb because then it it also takes away from your choice of a character. That's there's no punishment in the game. (laughs) Nothing matters. There's no downside. Is all it is. Yeah. There's There's no. A lot of the choices like. for like character building, everything aren't nearly as impactful as they would be in another game like Mass Effect or Fallout. It just doesn't. You can make any fucking choice you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're gonna get the same ending anyway. 
Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, and the main thing you use money for is just to upgrade yours, just to level you know, up the yeah, weapons you like. That's one thing that I was like, eh. why do you use money to I do that? It was makes really no sense. Weird. It's because like it's a really capitalistic thing. Yeah. I kind of wished you could start your own business, or like, or like in other games, like Fall or uh, Fable, where you like buy buildings and shit, like yeah, revitalize cool communities, element, yeah. like because you, you know on the uh, Terra Two, you go how much and money you invest like, into a lot a of abandoned, yeah, abandoned, abandoned houses, and that you could like <laughs> rebuild and have people like another start- ending is you becoming part of the board. Yeah. Ooh, the, like, dude. There could have been some sweet stuff involved in like the capitalistic thing in this game. Dude, you fucking just, so you don't play on that at all. You fucking like come part of the sublight faction, but then like you end up assassinating her and now you are in control of sublight faction and then you start doing stuff and like doing economy stuff and then becoming part of the board. Yeah, there's no Ooh. like in the Fallout games and in Skyrim Ooh. and stuff like that. Now that'd be a fair you know, a fair fight without having which really I know is more of a capitalism a, or not capitalism. A Bethesda <laughs> thing rather than uh, an Obsidian Entertainment thing is more like where you can. There's like factions that you join that have like their own storylines that you know you become the leader of that eventually. You know, like uh, in Skyrim, you do that with like the the Thieves Guild, the Dark Brotherhood, the like the fighters or whatever. They don't really have any of that in this game. Like, there's nothing that. You know, you become in charge of. You just kind of like do stuff and help people out. It's the whole the whole trope. Like you've done like in these games, like all Bethesda games, you've done some ridiculous fucking shit, but then people still talk to you like you're nobody. Yeah. Uh, Fuck that. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Cloud District? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking kill that guy. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, but wrapping it up, uh, I had fun. Like I played, I had fun playing the game. I just feel like. They're missing depth to the gameplay that should have been. It could have been amazing. It could have been amazing. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. There's a lot of elements. I don't know. It's just not very deep. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven as well. I really do like the system that they have for, you know, leveling up your your character's stats at least. Um, you know, where uh, like with lep with, with weapons, it it focuses more on like. How good you are with the weapon, rather than how much damage it does. You can change kind that. Of, you have to. You have to go in the settings menu, and you can actually change that to show the default value instead of the the uh, augmented value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't change your damage at all when you level it up. It only the changes. Weapon? Yeah, when you're like leveling up your skills. Oh, I thought. But you can level the weapon directly. Yeah, up. you can level up the weapon. Yeah. That, but that's a separate thing. What I'm talking about is like leveling up your character and like right. the stats. Like when you level up like weapons things, it, it like still changes how, how much damage you do with the weapon. Not, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It only changes like how well you can aim with it and like how little the sway gets and like how like. It I mean, headshots for me did change. I think it also changes like crit value. And if you because uh, you're better with the weapon, and if you make yourself better with um, other weapons, it does change the value uh, they can output for like heavy weapons and machine weapons. So your your the way you level yourself up does change. It doesn't the value. change the damage at all. You should you should go go look at that menu. It changes. I've seen the, the menu, Cam Cam. It doesn't change your damage. That's not a section. That's not a value. It only changes like your accuracy and like the the sway and shit like that. It only makes it tighter. I don't know. I have to show <laughs> you. I can open up the game and, and show you. But uh, yeah, um, give it a seven. 
gameplay needs to be deeper. They're just missing stuff. They're making it There's too not easy. a lot of rewards for doing side missions and everything either. Like yeah. you can get a legendary weapon, but you get plenty of those just from yeah, doing random stuff for being like, able you to can't buy them upgrade at the same time. Legendary weapons. You can't make that legendary weapon. Yeah, you can only fit level your them up. But it's you like can't, you have like, to model your character after the playstyle the legendary weapon wants you to have instead of fitting the legendary weapon to your playstyle. Mm, yeah. That's kind of a dumb. Yeah. All right, graphics and design. What do you guys think about the Ooh, look? this game looks great. It does look it, it looks really cool. I I like the style that they chose for pretty much everything in there. Um it, it doesn't ha- it's not one of those games that like tries to go for like a lot of it's not like God of War where you know you can like see the details of everybody like each individual hair of Kratos's beard and stuff. <laughs> it's got its own like kind of not really cartoonish style, but it's got a, It's definitely got its own style. kind of like aesthetic. Yeah, uh, very Fallout Three meets yeah. space. I mean, what else? Yeah, it's that's pretty much what it is. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, I guess this is also partially gameplay, but like whenever you complete a mission, like side quest or main mission, like uh, like certain items will appear in the rooms on your ship. And I thought that was really cool. Like, right. Like and you can, find art. you can find art and mementos and stuff that yeah. will appear in your ship. Um, <laughs> when I killed the dude at Emerald Vale, uh, his little bowler hat appeared on my desk. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I love how the Spacer's Choice sign like was on one of the walls in my room. Um, and I had like a mantis, uh, mantis or queen head on my in my and room and various other things. Which armor design and the feel between the different planets are great. Like Monarch is definitely a different feeling planet, but I feel like the design really excels when it comes to um, the creature design, like the different raptodons you'd meet and then the different unique animals you'd meet. Um, that was fun. Um, yeah, a very corporate capitalist Dude, art feel. The fucking creature that I hated the most was the Mantisaur Swarm. Yeah. If you shot at them with uh, like the plasma weapons, I feel like that did more damage to them. Yeah, probably. I think that was... I mean, if you think about like it, dudes. send a, a, like a globe of glowing hot energy at a swarm rather than just singly, singular bullets. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, the aesthetic is really good in the game. The, I, I enjoyed a lot. The level designs were good. Um, have no complaint there. That kind of remember cool. <laughs> Boonhead. A lot of jokes hidden in the art and design. And then when you go to fucking Byzantium, dude, like, you know how the whole story of how humans have treated dogs and have bred them to be a certain way and whatnot. Fucking those raptodons or whatever that you or the canids that you fight. Um, you can tame canids, but then when you go into Byzantium and stuff, they have like fucking like little teacup canids, little teeny little canid <laughs> dogs walking around. It's just so fucking adorable. Like <laughs> these little fucking monster mongrels that you're fighting out, you know, alien dogs you're fighting out in the world are now these little teeny little fucking teacup versions of them. Cam took a shrink ray to one of them. Yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> um... So I thought that, like little jokes like that, how humans have changed, you know, how we're affecting stuff in a little um, hidden in the art style. Um, I'd give art an eight. I felt like uh, the design itself was great. Um, I kind of felt heavy handed at first, but it's, it's if you take it more as satire, which it is. Uh, I give it a nine. 
I liked it a lot. Um, the there's like a little a bunch of little cool aesthetics that kind of call back to the fifties and earlier with their their little advertisements and you know, the jingles like, and every yeah like every single you know company has had, their own jingle. Had, their, had their own like jingle had very unique designs trying to get you to buy their own their product you know yeah. they they like really put a lot of effort into it instead of kind of like uh you know just changing the the way that it says their brand on the uh like on the products like we have now you know they like they have specific things that were really cool but uh it kind of it calls back to that a lot too nice um and i really enjoyed that uh, part of it all right sound and music how's the voice acting how's the atmosphere music soundtrack um voice acting is really good it's good um it gets better when you know the characters like they start having more emotional stuff to like but it doesn't really get to that point until you like really know the characters so it kind of i don't know it's it's a little mixed um although the uh the the computer is always really good yeah um, the acting for the computer is best you know they they always <laughs> deliver the lines pretty well especially the comedic ones phineas can't is remember really good. the music too much i didn't i don't know yeah, there's not too much music in the game that I remember. Uh, I do remember the jingles, which is... Uh, which you're supposed to do. Yeah, which you're supposed to do. The whole purpose of jingles, jingles, so... It's funny. Um, I don't know. I give it a seven. Uh, music's not memorable, like, at all. But uh, um, weapons... Everything sounds good. sounded the same. Uh, I mean, the voice acting's pretty good. You have, I mean, again, the weapon variety isn't huge, but uh, the weapon sounds from long from the firearms, unless it was like a different energy type altogether. I mean, they all kind of sound similar. Yeah, um, but I feel like that's more of a thing about uh, RPG, RPG style games in general. Like, there wasn't anything unique about weapons and stuff in Fallout Four or the last, you know, Skyrim. Yeah. Um, eight, I'd give it. All right. So the last category, the second gameplay category, or story category, depending on how you feel. Replayability. Will you guys play this game again? Do you want to play it again? Are there reasons to play yeah. it again? Replayability is 100% 10. Um, tons of stuff to explore. I mean, enjoyed the environment, and I would be very interested in playing it another way. I mean, there's a whole aspect of gameplay that I missed because of the way I played it. Yeah, there's like a there's like melee builds like uh you know Cam Cam didn't you know he chose to go without companions uh, which add um, you know their own side stories that you can go down. Uh, yeah, more fucking fetch quests. <laughs> I don't know if it's fetch quests for everyone, but definitely was for Pravardi. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of gameplay choices that you can make as far as like how to build your character and whatever. Um, and side missions I didn't do, but uh, yeah, I I give it a, like a, an eight. All right, eight uh, out of ten for the gameplay. It yeah. I mean, I feel as like Cam I Cam said that again. it's it's fun, but it is super easy. Um, I don't know. It is super easy. All right. So, any last thoughts on the Outer Worlds before um, we finish up? I feel like it is a good game. Definitely enjoyable. 
I think it's definitely worth at least one playthrough, if only for the the comedy of it. If you don't It'll be necessarily like that, interesting kind of game. to see how Bethesda's game uh, Star whatever comes Starfield. Starfield comes out and see how similar it is to this. Yeah, I mean everyone's going to compare it to it, so I don't think either of those will come out until PS Five. Yeah, probably but, second um, year. Yeah, it's a good game, enjoyable game. All right, so. Recap the story score for Craig was 8, Cameron a 7, gameplay 7s, graphics and design, Craig gave it a 9, Cameron gave it an 8, sound and music 7 from Craig, 8 from Cameron, replayability 8 from Craig, 10 from Cameron, for a total of 39 out of 50 from Craig, and 40 out of 50 from Cameron, that is 79 out of 100, which is 7 points below the PS4 score, but 3 points below the PC score. So low ball on this one. I feel it's weird that PS4 and Xbox have like different scores. I yeah, just I feel know. like it, if you play it casually, it's great. Just play it casually. But to me, it just a game like an RPG game where you're supposed to be able to make these choices have an impact. You don't really feel the impact of the choices you make. It just uh, yeah, that's kind of annoying. I see what you're getting at. And at a point, I just it just became. Okay, just like I'm getting through through this a little bit. Just um, like I beat this a week before the review, and that doesn't happen too often. It's just easy. Yeah, you just got well. You were really enjoying, it, and you're like, oh, I don't want to rush it, and then you just like beat it because yeah. you just crushed it. Just it. Yeah, you just stopped doing the side <laughs> quests or didn't do anything. because there's no reason if you're crushing everybody. It's like why wait? Why do all this extra stuff? Yeah, it's it yeah. Was what is the, what, how does for, it like, reward? Elements, yeah, how does that reward my character outside there, of your little no real story tidbit? For it, so. Yeah. And if you if if there's if there's important story and character development hidden behind the side quest that you feel like I missed it, that I should have you know if the developers wanted me to see that development they would have made it part of the main story like and there's a chunk I played that I feel like should have been part of the main story but it and wasn't the, the searchlight stuff uh, the sublight uh, finding sub- that sci- scientist yeah because what she was doing affected parts of the main story. Yeah, I never did any of that stuff, so, so I didn't know about that. If I do it again, I'd probably give like make the sublight my whole goal. All right. Well, what's it? Is it worth? What do you think? Thirty bucks? Twenty bucks? What would you um, like to pay? Pick it up on sale. Uh, I think just like any sort of sale would be fine. All right. All right. It well, found to be half off soon. So yeah, probably, probably. Um, hopefully, they keep doing it. Uh, hopefully, make another one. They, I they, mean, it, it they had a great framework. Yeah, they left it pretty open for making. Oh, there's a whole story thing that we forgot to mention. Um, when you find that dude who is being quarantined in his house, uh, who was the old dude in charge, um, he wants you to send a message back to Earth. And yeah, apparently, you haven't You haven't had any communication from Earth for like years now. And a ship they hit sent back to Earth that was supposed to come back, just like it stopped communicating after certain points. No one knows what happened to Earth. Like, yeah, why aren't they communicating? Why aren't they the sending help? Why are they talking to it's us? It's a crisis that they don't have food, is because they can't communicate with Earth. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. So, and no one knows why. And yeah. that opens it, up. That kind of leaves it open, especially with like how it. <laughs> Aliens! Ends. Yeah. It kind of leaves it open to like future games being at least uh, within that universe, if not in the same timeline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I definitely think there's going to be more. It's a new IP and for. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So I, I did, and I feel like they have a great framework 
um, f- uh, for a good game down the road that they can improve upon. I mean, that's always great. To, like their first game wasn't so spectacular that their second game in the series do won't really live hope up to it. They add third person mode though. I mean, what's the whole point of having a unique looking character if you can't see them during while you're playing? Yeah, it's just uh, I'm so used to those type of games being able to switch to third person mode, especially like since there's like a melee aspect to the game that yeah. it's like I felt like I was I needed that there and every time I kept trying to switch to it like I would in Skyrim or Fallout and it wouldn't do it I was like ah that's right you can oh this it armor hurt. looks great and so you like put it on and it hurt me excited. every time then you try to go to third person oh right. can't actually look at it I have to like be in the, the menu to you see you know what you know what game has and first you know what's person stupid? and third person <clears throat> what Conan Exiles <laughs> 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 and you know, there, there's another aspect of gameplay that that's stupid that you can't do third person just because of what it does. Yeah, is when you go to a certain area that's restricted. If you're caught in that area, they will shoot you, and your reputation goes down. Oh. And you can sneak through those areas, or you can find ID badges or holographic things that will make you look like you belong. That'll project a hologram around you. That if the more you move, the more power it consumes, and it'll go down. And once it breaks your hologram starts to flicker and people come question you and then it'll give you another chance and it'll give you another chance right it gives you like three chances before like you get fucked right got it um and it makes you look like them. It puts you, it throws a hologram around you to it's put, put you in their armor and stuff. That they kind of had in, And uh, if you could have it in third person, that'd, that'd be fantastic. Like you're wearing your armor and all of a sudden you're in a restricted area and now it, you can watch the hologram pop up around you and you'd look like them. Yeah. It's really funny too because um, one of those areas I had the card for, um, I was not friendly with the people there. And so if they, I would shoot on sight for them. And so I was standing outside of the area. And the person, one of the guards inside the area, could kind of see me, and she like the her alert meter was going up. All I did was walk forward and have the hologram turn on. Just oh, whatever. And she watched <laughs> me like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, look, hologram. That's funny. AI stuff. It was stupid, but yeah. uh, a third person would benefit, especially like they. I mean, maybe they. They don't want to feel like they're ripping off the Fall series too much. I mean, and we can excuse them for time dilation, right? <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, no. I enjoyed it. All right. I'll, maybe I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's on the board. So that's one of the games we'll give out as a drawing. And uh, we have a drawing today. So we'll get to that. You guys got anything else? Any more? No. no good. I'm good. All right. We'll get to that. And then we'll do the finale of Hog League. So thanks for hanging out, guys. And. Let's get into that. All right, guys. Before we get into Hog League, there's one more thing we need to do. The January game drawing. So this is a Patreon exclusive, as you guys all know. And before we get into who won, I want to take a minute and thank each and every one of you guys that has donated to us to keep the show up and running and promote new projects on our side. Um, thank you to Angry Ass Black Dude, Suzanne Bardsley, Brad Perrick, Happy Puppet, Mike Duchek, David Pornov, James Dorsey, James Gameboy, William Flores, Penguin Mage, Nick Craig, Ryan McPherson, Austin Bracken, Shuffman89, Alex Rads, Douglas Hopkins, Jared Leach, Jim Lee, Digimass, Tristan123454, Seer, Jared Carpino, DK Asuna, Laliana Goze, French Philosopher, Skull Haiti, Chase Series Lonnie, Junk Food King, and Reathmus. Guys, the winner for this month, I'm gonna tag the thing on my phone, Reathmus. Congratulations again, man. 
good work. Uh, thank you for your patronage, and thank you everyone who's donating currently and who has ever donated to our cause. We really appreciate it. It help keeps, helps keep the lights on over here at Nude Clan, and like I said, it helps promote other future projects as well. So guys, we really appreciate it. Let's do the season finale of Hog League. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Hog League season finale. Guys, this was a pretty good one. So lately, the stepmotherfuckers have been just blowing everyone out of the water this week or this season, right? It's been a blowout for the most part. Really good job from uh, Angry Ass Black Dude for being able to pull everyone together and get all these guys scoring their points. They did, in fact, beat out Abrak and his whip, but it was pretty close. 717 to 654. Very impressive, guys. Um, that's a really good game. Uh, last season, I think it was a blowout, even though both teams were really fucking good. Um, Angrass Black Dude just got like a billion points at the very end. Um, so congratulations to you guys. Everyone came up and really put up some numbers. Best score on Stepmotherfuckers, Angrass Black Dude. Best score on Abrax team, Alec, who put almost 300 points in. Uh, good work, guys. It sucks because there's a few people that, you know used to hog and if they would have you guys might have actually won um so that's gonna be it for this season we're gonna do some off-season stuff just kind of catch up uh get everyone some time to to uh backlog their hog because i know with the playoffs some people are weird about it and they want to save it for some reason but it's weird uh so everyone just catch up in the next few weeks i'm gonna start coming together or putting together a salary cap kind of an idea it's something i've been working on so similar to what the nba has um and we can get some new people in on some teams and kind of trade people for picks later and see how that goes um and they'll, they'll i want to do like a trade deadline too and maybe make this season a lot longer to kind of accompany that kind of stuff um but it's still kind of in its early stages i know mostly what I want to do, but I'm going to work out the details during the off season. So guys, thank you so much for participating in this season of hog league. Um, really appreciate it. And guys, as always live always in the nude. Yeah!